This is the Command Your Brand podcast, where we talk to world changers, visionaries, and founders, people that are doing big things and changing this planet in a positive way. We're learning their stories, techniques, and exactly what you need to know so that you can do things in a big way. The time is now. Get ready to take command of your brand. What's up, everybody? Jeremy here. And guys, I'm really interested for the interview we have today because it's something that I haven't gotten to do a lot of research into. But like, as you guys know, I'm a huge Yankees fan and both the hosts of the Bronx Pinstripes podcast you listen to, they talk about Peloton all the freaking time. (laughs) So our guest today is Crystal O'Keefe, and she is the host of a podcast that really is a fan podcast around Peloton. It's called The Clip Out. They have one of the largest communities around it. So I'm excited to learn all the buzz behind Peloton. So Crystal, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you so much for inviting me. I appreciate it. So I'm a way too much of a Yankees fan. So I listen to like three different Yankees podcasts. And okay. this one called The Bronx Pinstripes Podcast, both the hosts do Peloton. So they'll spend like 15 minutes of the episode talking about Peloton. I'm like, can we talk about the game now? <laughs> so I'm familiar. I haven't done it myself, but I'm curious, like, how did you kind of get in this whole world? Because it, it really seems like it's really all the rage right now. It is definitely all the rage. So I live in the Midwest and I was looking for a spin class that I could go to on my time schedule. And I was having a lot of trouble. And this was back mm. in 2016. And it was very difficult to find one that fit with my schedule. So I came across this Facebook ad for Peloton the bike, I was instantly fascinated. I loved it. Were you and your husband like talking about it and your Facebook was like secretly stalking you and threw an ad up in front of you? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Also, my husband was not a fan of the purchase. He was concerned that it would just be a clothes hanger, the bike would be. And so actually we made a deal because we were in the process of selling our house. And he was like, if we sell this house for asking price, then you can get a Peloton at the new house. And I was ecstatic that we were able to get full asking price the first day that it went up on the market because that meant I got my Peloton. (laughs) You got it the first day it went up on market? Yes, yes. It happened to be very fortunate. And I instantly was hooked. Like I just fell in love with the bike and being able to take classes at home. For people who aren't familiar, it's like a spin bike that you do in a studio, but it has like a monitor attached to it. So the instructor is right in front of you. You feel like the teacher is talking to you. And that is one of the great things about it. Also that you can take it any time of day. So you've actually had a chance to chat with my wife, Brielle, who is actually pushing very hard for a Peloton in our home now because she's like, I just don't have time. I'm like up at like, you know, 530. I go to the gym. I'm back before everybody else even wakes up. So like for me, like I've always done that early, but she's like, I want a Peloton. So I guess we're gonna have to be careful now what we say around Brielle about Peloton. (laughs) I'm also kind of curious as well, because it seems like such a unique idea, Crystal. Could you tell us a little bit of kind of the background story of like Peloton and even where it came from, because you're also a founding user as well, if that's correct. Well, I am what they call an early OG user. Okay. So, there so you're like me it. when I buy Apple products. I'm like, oh, I'm going to have that. And it's not even out yet. 
Exactly. Although I have to say there's a true OG kind of there's that timeline is way back from the Kickstarter days. So Peloton actually started through a Kickstarter and there are people that gravitate all the way back to 2012 through 2014. I'm not one of those. But given where we are with the pandemic and so many people joining, a lot of people consider my time frame an OG status. But yeah, Peloton started because the original, one of the founders of the company, John Foley, he used to be the CEO and he felt like he wanted to take these classes, but he was having trouble finding them the same way that I was. And only he actually had a good idea around it and was like, hey, what if we had this bike that you could replicate the idea of taking that spin class, but do it at home. And the idea was actually not popular at all. He spent a lot of time going to like different capital places to get income for the idea. And he was turned down like a billion times before Mm. it finally started to take off. It seems like that's how some of those great ideas are, though. They're like, people look at it and they're like, no, I don't understand why anybody would want to do that. And then they do. And they're like, you see how it takes off, right? It's like gangbusters the way it gets out. But you hear about a lot of these great ideas. And at first, people didn't believe them. Yeah, absolutely. And this was definitely one of those things. And the cool part about Peloton that I think is so unique from anything else out there is not only did it revolutionize fitness, it created an entire new platform called Connected Fitness. And most importantly, the community behind Peloton is just phenomenal. It's unlike anything I've ever seen in my entire life. People love it. And that's why Peloton got as big as it did. And I guess where in this process did you start the podcast, The Clip Out, which is one of the most popular fan podcasts in the Peloton world? I know you do co-host it with your husband. I'm curious, was that a day one thing that he could add it at some point later on? Because he's a very funny guy. I've had a chance to chat with him. We have very similar dad humor, I will say, by the way. So we've had some of those conversations. But I guess like in terms of that, like when did your podcast come into this? And was it a solo show? Was it always a group show? Or how did that come in? Sure. Actually, it was entirely my husband, Tom's idea to start the podcast. He has a radio background and he loves being able to make content. He also has his own podcast that's about movies. And I was talking about I wanted some kind of creative outlets. I got the bike July of 2016. This was in the spring of 2017. And Mm. he was like, well, you should start a podcast. And I was like, about what? I can't even imagine. He was like, that bike you won't shut up about. (laughs) So (laughs) he was part of it from day one. Can't imagine it without him. And the humor that he does provide keeps it fun and engaging because when you think, oh, a podcast about a bike, that does not sound all that exciting or funny. And he keeps it light. He keeps it a lot of fun. I was in Tractor Supply yesterday as, you know, that's a place I go a lot buying animal feed. And they were adjusting like the big fans you put inside a barn. And I look at the two people doing it. I'm like, oh, look at that fan club. And (laughs) that's how bad my humor is. But the thing I wanted to ask you about, Crystal, which is pretty awesome, is how you guys have built a community around this. And the thing I'm interested to find is how have you guys been able to successfully build the community when, you know, Peloton itself also has a community? I'm interested to find that out. Yeah. The thing about the Peloton community is that even when you've never met these people, you feel like you instantly have something in common because you both have a Peloton. And particularly the people that started the Peloton community, the ones way back whenever Peloton first started. In fact, it wasn't Peloton themselves that started their own Facebook group. It was one of the community members. Wow. But the thing about it is they want to connect. There's so many people that they love Peloton so much. They talk about it effusively and everyone in their life is like, would you please shut up about the bike? And so 
whenever you get on Facebook or you get in these opportunities to have these conversations with people that are like-minded, it's like you've come home and you have somebody to finally talk to about this thing that you absolutely love. And so the clip out in particular, the way we've been able to grow that community is we talk about not just what's going on with the instructors. We talk about the business aspect of things. We find there's a lot of times that I hear information that might not be public knowledge yet from people. And so that's one way that like, we'll have a conversation as a group, I'll post something. And then as a group, we have a conversation about that. And there's all kinds of different takes on just about anything that you could imagine that comes out about Peloton. And whether it's the business or it's the current stock price, whether it's way back when should they even have an IPO or who's going to be the next instructor, it's amazing to have these conversations with people. And then you get to know them from their backgrounds. You find out where they came from, what they do for a living, and it ends up being this really tight-knit group of people that you just can't imagine going your whole day without checking in with them to see how they're doing. Oh, that's super cool. I imagine you, you must somewhat like really interesting things where you're like, should I say that? Shouldn't I say that? It's pretty juicy. I got to say that. I imagine there's probably some of those things sometimes. There are, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm curious to find out too. So for people that aren't as familiar with Peloton, like, you know, they say, oh, it's just a bike. Like, I don't quite get it. And I guess like looking at that, like, what is that experience like? And how do these classes work? Like, what does it actually feel like and look like? Sure. So a little bit of background. It did start yeah. off as just a bike. It was a spin bike. And now they have added on so that they have a treadmill and they have running classes and they have a bunch oh, of strength cool. classes, yoga, bar. Aren't Pilates. they doing like boxing now too? They are doing boxing now oh, as cool. well. And it's shadow boxing, so you don't need any equipment for that, which is pretty cool as well. And the way that the classes work is you have a screen in front of you and the instructor is right in the middle of that screen. That's where the focus is. Before the pandemic, there were always people in the room with the instructor. So you would see other people there. A lot of times you'd recognize them and that's pretty cool in and of itself. But the point is the energy is the same to me as if you were in the room in a spin class. And so you're having the music, you have this instructor telling stories and giving you all of these directions to go faster, or slow down, add resistance. So you feel very much like you're there, but you're at home so you can take it anytime you want. And you can take live classes or you can take them on demand anytime, which is great. And I guess like looking at it, I've seen all over online, like the results people have had from doing these classes and living this lifestyle. I guess, why do you think this type of a workout is so successful? And I guess, why do you think it attracts people like it does? That's a great question. I have spent so much time thinking about that. And for me, it's because it removes all obstacles out of the way. So before I was never a person who exercised on a regular basis my entire life, I've always been heavyweight, overweight. I've always been heavy, stressed about how I looked and wanted to lose weight. So it wasn't until I found Peloton that I was able to work out any time of day that I wanted. And so I think that's a huge part of it. But there's also that the instructors are so incredibly engaging. When you have a milestone, let's say that you just reached your 100th ride, for example, you might get a shout out from the instructor. So you feel like you're there with the instructor. And you also get high fives from the community. If you follow people and they follow you back, you might hit a milestone. They know you. So it's this engagement that it feels like you're part of the community. And then in addition to all of that, it's the community itself. I will never forget whenever I first found the Peloton Facebook community, I was absolutely shocked by the stories that I read from people, people like Paige Davis, who at the time was going through a cancer journey. And every day that woman got up 
and got on the bike, even when she was in the middle of chemo. And I was like, how do I have an excuse? There's not one thing wrong with me. Why can I not get on the bike if this woman can get on the bike? And there are like a million stories like that to keep you going. And having that kind of just kind of like realization, perception, changing how you look at things was a huge eye opener for me. So those were the biggest things that really, for me, drove it to be more than just a bike. And I also have to say that I've met so many people that have encouraged and inspired me. I have become a runner because of Peloton. Oh, wow. I've had people encourage me to do, I've never done a full triathlon, but I was part of a triathlon team. We did a half Ironman relay in Atlantic City, ran 13 miles for the first time in my life with these people that I had never met in person, went halfway across the country to meet just to do this race. And I've done duathlons. I've gotten a road bike. I've become a certified personal trainer myself, all because of Peloton. Like none of this would have occurred without Peloton. Oh, that's super interesting. And Atlantic City's in my neck of the woods. I'm in northern New Jersey, so it's like a good three hours from me, but that's in my neck of the woods. And I guess like speaking of personal training, so my early 20s, I turned 35 a couple weeks ago. Happy birthday. Thank you. I was a ISSA certified personal trainer. I did in-home training. And I will tell you, and you know this, like one of the biggest parts of training is like the nutrition factor. You can work hard, you can do all this stuff, but at the same time, you can only do so much if you're not eating right. And I guess I'm curious, is that something that Peloton helps with? Is it more like community driven or like how does kind of the dietary portion work with that? Because it's vital to really seeing changes. Absolutely. It's vital. And no, Peloton does not get involved with that. Now, they might say things like make sure that you're eating well, make sure that you're hydrating, recovery, things like that. But they do not give any kind of nutrition advice. And I've always gotten the impression that is from a liability concern. They don't have people that are focused on that on their staff. I could see it happening in the future, by the way. But at this time, they don't have it. However, there is a ton of resources within the community, just like anything. You have to make sure you know you're talking to somebody who actually knows what they're talking about. But so many people would chime in. It's funny you say that because there was always (laughs) that old guy at the gym that gave bad advice that everybody's like, don't listen to that guy. (laughs) Yes, yes. And that happens every day on Facebook, I'm sure in every arena, any kind of subject matter. But there's tons of people that if you say something like, man, I've been writing every day, I'm not losing any weight. And people will start giving you advice, some of which is going to be helpful and some of which is not going to be helpful. But the community is definitely there to step in. And I love the fact that everyone will tell you, you can't outride or out-exercise a bad diet. So people are very cognizant of that. And that is something that the instructors say as well. Diet is 80% of it. You got to do that. Yep. It's made in the kitchen. You know, that's the whole important part about it. You know, people make fun of me because I eat the same thing every day for 15 years, but I eat the same thing every day for 15 years. And that's why I'm under 10% body fat. But like, (laughs) here's the thing I think that's important too, Crystal, is like, we look at what happened in the pandemic and you kind of alluded to this in the beginning, like that was a big abruption. Gyms closed, some didn't open up again. And I'm curious kind of on two parts of this, because I'm sure you've seen it and experienced it is number one, like, how did Peloton grow through the pandemic? And number two, how does Peloton help with mental health in that way as well? Because I feel like that's got to be a big part of it as well, just the community. Okay, absolutely. So for part one, as far as the pandemic, Peloton grew enormously, like so fast that I don't even have the right word to describe it. It was just phenomenal. However, since the pandemic, that has gone the other direction and it's been crazy town since then because so many people have, the stock market has changed. Everything has changed. So that's been 
a different journey after the pandemic. As far as your other question, I think that the mental health aspect, there's two things that Peloton does. They talk about all the time that exercise is so important to any kind of person with their mental health because Mm -hmm. it helps reduce stress exercise does and it boosts endorphins. Well, I know even for myself, like if I don't start the day, like with my workout, it's going to be a really bad day. I'm just being honest with you. Absolutely. There's so much truth to that. But you know, what's interesting is you know that about yourself and you have all these people who come to working out for the first time. They don't know that yet. And we often have personally, I had an eating disorder as a teenager. And that's why I started all this stuff was to take better care of myself. You know what I mean? Which is fantastic. We often on the clip out, we have Dr. Jen Mann, who is a licensed sports psychologist. And she also struggled with an eating disorder when she was in, I think it was in her 20s. And she talks about that all the time. She talks about that when you first start exercising, you don't feel the benefits of exercise right away. And you have to stick with it long enough to really get those benefits. And the community itself, as far as Peloton, is How do I say how much they help out each other? I mean, if I'm not on the bike or the tread, like people will text me, are you okay? (laughs) I mean, that's just how we all are to each other. And there's so many stories that I hear all the time. I just saw somebody this week who she lost her job. Her company closed its doors after 30 years out of nowhere. And people got together and sent her a gift in the mail that was to encourage her. And that's the kind of thing that Peloton members do for each other every day. I mean, they're just phenomenal people. And I'm curious about this one, Crystal, and this, you know, you may not have anything on this one, but like, is there something about Peloton you've like always wanted to talk about, but nobody ever asks you about? Oh my gosh. Yeah, actually, I do have something. I love Peloton cycling classes and I love their tread classes. Their strength classes are fabulous. But one thing that I think that is not talked about enough is that Peloton doesn't have a structure around the kinds of classes that you should be doing. And I realize that one of the reasons they don't is because everybody is so unique. But there are people that start off and they have no idea where to start. So they might start with a beginner class, but how do they now progress into something else? When do they progress? How do they add in weights? What kind of weights should they be using? And how often should they change up those weights? That's something that I feel like there's a lot of people in the community need help with, and they don't even know to ask those questions. So I do think that that's something that needs to be talked about more is how to help people structure their workouts to get the most out of them. Is that something you try to fill the gaps with a little bit with the community and content you've created? I do. I try to give people ideas of making sure that they're incorporating strength training. A lot of people that are in the Peloton community are cardio junkies. Myself used to be one. I absolutely realize the value of strength training now, and I do it at least three times a week. I love it. And I try to also remind people, especially women, that lifting weights is not a bad thing and it's not going to make you look bulky. And it's really, really good for you. And it helps with longevity. So we try to talk about that kind of thing as it comes up through the different programming things that Peloton offers. Yeah, I think that's something people really need to wrap their heads around is because they get this idea of like, I don't want to look bulky, I don't look bigger, but like your BMR, your basal metabolic rate or your normal rate of fat burning, if you are having more muscle in your body, it raises the amount of fat your body burns. That's a really good thing. It doesn't mean you have to be bulky, but it does help you in the future. So that's a really, really important thing to add, Crystal. Absolutely. Well, this has been a great conversation. I was really looking forward to this one because I don't know that much about Peloton. And now I feel like I'm so much more educated about why people love it and why they should check out the clip out as well. So where can people find you? Where can people find the podcast? 
Sure. So you can find The Clip Out anywhere that you get your podcast. You just search for The Clip Out. It will come right up. And you can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe. You can find the show at facebook.com slash The Clip Out. And you can find me anywhere else on social media at Clip Out Crystal. If you want to follow me on Peloton on the leaderboard, I am also at Clip Out Crystal. Very cool. Well, Crystal O'Keefe, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. Thank you. I really appreciate it. 